Hey everyone, this is Alex Torpy, your town manager here, and I am here for your August update. Okay, so we're going to cover updates from our August 21st select board meeting, which will include updates on the fiscal year 24-25 budget and new select board goal setting workshop, the new capital improvement plan committee, uh, some traffic safety updates, uh, including the public hearing that is scheduled for the September 11th meeting to lower the speed limit on Lime Road. Um, we had some other business on our meeting as well, as well as my uh, monthly town manager's report, which includes some information on new events that we're having in the downtown, uh, some human resources and staffing updates, traffic safety updates, parking updates, housing and planning, uh, downtown Hanover, and a few other things. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Okay, so on our August 21st, 21st select board meeting, uh, we did talk a little bit about the uh, next year's budget process. And so I'll just provide a couple high level details to that here. We're still really, really early in the process. Basically, we're just starting to lay out some of the high level goals, the timeline, um, and a couple of the new mechanisms that we are doing this year. So the first is that what we wanted to do in the budget process this year is make sure that we are collecting uh, public and community feedback about goals and priorities. Rather than working off of the prior year's budget to build this year's budget, we wanna make sure that the budget that we're gonna be uh, talking about and introducing over the next couple of months is actually responsive to the needs and goals of the community. And so we talked about a few different ways to do that. And what we landed on was because we're just finishing our master plan, um, our new master plan, which involves hundreds of uh, maybe thousands of touch points with members of with hundreds of members of the public over a pretty long period of time covering a pretty wide range of issues that we're going to use those documents and data as well as uh, some planning documents from a few other places to basically inform some of our discussion about what the needs and goals are uh, from the community's perspective. Um, part of what we want to do is also connect stakeholders a little bit better. So the different entities related to the town uh, or part of the town government or adjacent to the town government in different areas. So, you know, conservation might be a good example where there's um, there are town entities that are involved in that, such as the select board or planning board or really the conservation commission, but also non-town entities like the Hanover Conservancy um, or the Pine Park trustees. Um, or the Trust for Public Lands, or the Upper Valley Trails Alliance, or the Appalachian Trail Conservancy. Right, there's many different stakeholders involved in some of these different areas, and what we wanna do this year is try to connect some of those stakeholders from a planning perspective a little bit better. Um, so that's one piece that we're doing, and we're gonna be uh, looking at that public feedback and discussing it in uh, another new step that we're doing this year, which is a goal and priority setting workshop among the select board. Um, and so we'll be doing that in October. We're also needing to identify ARPA spending priorities, um, which we will be doing uh, over the next month as well. Um, and then uh, talking about some of our new capital planning, which I will kind of uh, segue into um, in just a moment. Um, and so uh, basically most of the budget uh, steps that I just mentioned are kind of getting going in October. If you want to find out a little more information about what our thinking is at this point in the process, still pretty early, um, you can head to our website at HanoverNH.org and look at our uh, report 
from the uh, August 21st meeting. There's a memo that I included in that. A few of the details have changed, um, but basically uh, the high level is, is very similar and the dates are very similar. So we'll have a little bit more information in our um, September 18th select board meeting. We'll, we'll have a little bit more of a concrete timeline, um, which of course we'll share uh, with the public as well. Um, and so one of the other new things that's happening in the budget process this year is the creation of what we are calling the CIPC, the Capital Improvement Program Committee, or Capital Improvement Plan Committee. Now, this is a statutory requirement by the state of New Hampshire that either your planning board must do this or we must create a committee with a planning board representative on it. That is the option that we have chosen to do. So there's a staff representative, select board, uh, finance committee, planning board, um, a representative from the school district, um, a member of the public at large who will be a Dartmouth student. Um, so it's basically, it's bringing together a couple different stakeholder groups um, to do the capital planning. And of course the capital planning, uh, as opposed to our operating, right? The capital is the long-term bigger picture stuff. And so that might be roads, buildings, vehicles, equipment, facilities, things along those lines. Obviously, these are really big ticket uh, items. Um, and in the past, we uh, there were some things that were sort of left out of the capital planning process. And the whole thing was sort of on the shoulders of one staff person. Um, so now we're gonna have a group in place that will be able to perform a little bit more of a broad review. Um, and those CIPC meetings are public meetings. And so those will be noticed. And basically the CIPC will, um, take in information from staff, have discussions, make uh, recommendations back to the select board for the budget. Um, so those are some new things that are happening this year and those will give us uh, a really good leg up on some of our long-term planning because there's a handful of types of things such as recreation facilities, for example, that are just not in our budget anywhere at all. Um, and so we don't know the existing costs of what we already have in place. And we also don't know what the potential future costs are of expanding certain services or programs and whether those are things the community is interested in seeing. Um, and so those are discussions that are gonna be happening during the budget process this year. So definitely recommend um, keeping an eye on that. And we'll be updating that here on the podcast um, as well. So some traffic safety updates is that we're looking at a couple of our policies um, as people may know, at this point, we are trying to get a little more organized and ultimately proactive about looking at different uh, traffic safety issues in town. And that could range from uh, speeding issues or a lack of a crosswalk or pedestrian access, things along those lines. One of the things that did come out from a quarterly staff meeting that we have now put in place that we discussed at our last select board meeting, um, and we'll, there will be a public hearing for on September 11th on our select board meeting, is lowering the speed limit on Lime Road, uh, basically between the two traffic circles. And so that's lowering the speed limit from 30 to 25 miles an hour, and then lowering the school zone speed limit uh, from 20 miles an hour to 15 miles an hour. Um, and so hopefully that will signal to folks that this is a heavy pedestrian usage area where obviously we wanna make sure to put the safety of uh, people that are walking to school as a really high priority. Um, and so again, on the uh, September 11th select board meeting, there will be a public hearing for that. Uh, we ran through, uh, of course, a bunch of other business during our select board meeting on the 21st as well. Uh, we approved some banner requests, um, our minutes, the dog warrant, um, and things along those lines. And of course, again, you can find all that information um, in the select board agenda um, on our website. So I'll switch over into, um, 
And before we switch over to my report, I just wanted to mention the donations, which I do like to do here. Um, so uh, Parks and Rec did receive a donation from Remontos. Uh, so thank you for that to support the Ultimate Frisbee program. And the fire department received a donation from uh, Catherine Smith in appreciation of the services that they provide. Um, so we appreciate those donations. So moving on to uh, my report. So the first item was some new events that we are doing. Um, we had a our first ever Allen Street block party um, on Friday, August 25th uh, and Saturday and Sunday. So we had music Friday night, outdoor dining Friday night. We closed Allen Street to vehicles, set up tables, stage, games, all sorts of stuff. Um, on Saturday, we had a magician and a story time, and I think the peak attendance on Saturday was about 100 people. Um, and on Sunday, we had some music again. So this is part of a new series of events that we're doing in the downtown, uh, in, partly uh, in responsive to feedback that we got that we could make better use and create more public gathering spaces and more events in the downtown. So we are doing that. Uh, everybody had a great time at it. Uh, the weather mostly held off. Um, and we did have folks fill out surveys who attended, um, and the feedback was 100% uh, positive. People were really happy with the event, would like more of it. And we actually do have more coming up. So um, at the end of October, uh, right before Halloween, we are gonna have another similar event on Allen Street where it will be closed for the weekend. There'll be a series of different events Friday through Sunday outside. Of course, it will be Halloween themed, so get your costumes ready. We'll of course also be still having our Home for the Holidays event this year in December as well. So you'll get to see Allen Street for uh, as a public space for pedestrians in three different seasons this year. And then we'll be having a conversation with the select board about whether we want to take the town meeting next year, uh, discontinuing the use of the road or basically permanently closing Allen Street and turning it into um, a public plaza with permanent outdoor furniture and seating and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and so there's a lot to uh, talk about there and make sure that all uh, everybody's sort of on board with that plan. But we're really excited about the potential of creating more of these spaces in our downtown. And I think that next year you're going to see more and more of this kind of stuff happen, which is great. So want to also make sure to give a shout out to Parks and Rec uh, for organizing that, the select board for supporting it, the Upper Valley Business Alliance, and of course, Still North and Sawtooth, who were really great. Um, and had a whole bunch of stuff outside all weekend. So that was pretty cool. Okay, so moving on to human resources and staffing. Um, so last month we had six new employees start employment and 12 leave employment. Uh, nine out of those 12 were seasonal positions ending. So we welcome Matthew, Riley, Dakota, and William to Public Works Highway Division and Wastewater, as well as Kim to the Howe Library and Dana to Fire. So welcome to the uh, Hanover family. Uh, our retention and recruitment study. Um, we are moving along with the study. We are about a month or two away from finishing it up. Um, employees are still bringing really thoughtful and constructive criticism and ideas to all of our meetings. We're gonna start organizing all the information and the feedback that we've been getting. This is about compensation, benefits, our grade and step system, uh, schedules, days off, hybrid work, Every, basically everything that could be a discussion about working in Hanover has been, and that's going to produce a set of recommendations that we'll work on with our departments and the select board, and we'll then get incorporated into our collective bargaining negotiations and the budget this year. We're also currently interviewing candidates 
for the senior assistant clerk and deputy director of administrative services position, as well as a talent acquisition uh, and retention coordinator. Um, uh, we also had an update, which was our fire chief, Marty McMillan, is retiring from the Hanover Fire Department. Um, so his official uh, uh, last day is April 1st next year. I mean, he is on vacation until then. So Deputy Chief Mike Gilbert is uh, the acting chief of the department um, until a permanent replacement is found. And we're going to be doing that through a search that will be open to internal and external candidates. Uh, we thank Chief McMillan for his service to the community and uh, wish him well in his retirement. Also, before I move on from the HR and staffing update, I, I did just clip a, uh, an article from Daybreak um, that talked about some of the uh, difficulty that some towns on the Vermont side uh, were having with hiring and a uh, kind of creative shared service they created um, to check that, uh, to work on that. So you might be able to, you can see that in Daybreak or the report, but just another example that towns are really under a lot of pressure right now from a hiring perspective. Um, okay. so. Some traffic safety updates. Um, what we had talked about in our prior select board meeting was seeing if we have money in the budget this year to create a crosswalk at Dunster and Wyeth. So that was something that was not budgeted for. Um, and basically uh, the select board asked us to see if we could accommodate that. And um, we would have to take something out of the budget to be able to do that. And what we identified was uh, it's about a $30,000 cost to install the crosswalk and the beacons, the flashing beacons. And we did identify $28,000 in the budget this year, which is our entire budget for doing crosswalk repair. Um, so we have um, offered that we can basically swap that out. That does mean we cannot do any concrete work on our sidewalks. We will do a little bit of asphalt work to patch a few areas. And the only reason that we are uh, comfortable in basically recommending that we swap that money out under a normal circumstance, all it would do is kick the can down the road, which is really something we don't want to be doing. But because we are proposing a full reconstruction project of the road and sidewalks along Main Street and Lebanon Street in the downtown, we're less concerned about taking that sidewalk money out in this year's budget because it really would be kind of wasted anyway if we were to spend it this year because we'd be redoing it again in the following years, assuming that we approve that project and the select board does pass that along to town meeting next year. Um, so that is the plan. Um, and, um, and what we did was uh, we are looking at updating our crosswalk policy um, uh, to basically allow... Uh, to, for two things. One is to make pedestrian counts optional, um, which has some pros and some cons um, uh, when we're determining whether where a crosswalk should go. But also, um, but also we're looking at uh, changing our crosswalk policy in the short term, such that if there's any residential neighborhood with more than a certain number of houses that doesn't have a crosswalk between them and a sidewalk, that that's something that that could be a criteria for a crosswalk to be created, even if it doesn't meet the other criteria. A couple other updates is that um, we do feel as though um, a speed feedback sign on Etna Road would be valuable. Um, and uh, there are a couple locations that we're looking at potentially placing when we don't have the money in the budget, but there may be a donation from a resident that would allow us to do that this year instead of next year. I already mentioned the lowering of the speed limit, the proposed lowering of the speed limit on Lime Road. And also on Lime Road, we are moving the center line over. We are reconstructing that shortly. Um, it actually is probably being milled and paved uh, as you're listening to this. Um, and we're moving that center line and the crowning over slightly. Uh, so that we can create a slightly wider bike lane on the northbound side. 
Um, we're also changing some of the painting on the road to make an appropriate merge lane for the bike lane before the traffic circle. So those are some traffic safety updates. Um, and moving on to some parking updates, a couple changes that we're making um, is that we are making our garage free on Saturdays. So it's currently free on Sundays and now it will be free on Saturdays as well. So you can park for free um, on Saturday or on Sunday in the garage. So yep, you gotta walk a block or two, but that's always a good thing. And you don't have to pay for parking and you can't get a ticket. So if you're visiting the downtown on the weekend and you want somewhere to park, and you want your car out of the sun, feel free to head over to the garage and park for free on Saturdays or Sundays. Um, and we're also changing some of the hours in a couple of the lots, but I'll come back to that with a little more information in some future um, episodes as well. Um, I went through our budget uh, discussion already. Um, on the housing side, we did finish our Minkbrook Community Workforce Housing FAQ document. This is a really detailed document um, that Rob Hausman, our planning director, and I uh, put together, and we ran through with the select board. And we go through, I believe it's 13 questions. So we talk about what the project is, its origin and history, why it's being considered, uh, where, where it is in the process and what the status is, uh, whether a number of units has been selected or not, and where some of the different numbers about potential numbers of units have come from. So we actually kind of bullet out what some of those different numbers that we've heard are and just trying to provide as much clarity as possible so everybody has the same information. Um, we'll talk about the process of how the final plans are, are going to be determined, um, who Twin Pines is and why they were selected, whether this really is a good building site or not, how much land was conserved as part of the project, um, how the conservation element works and who oversees that and what plan is in place to ensure the protection of the Mink Brook Community Forest, what workforce housing is and what some of the next steps are. So if you want to find out more information about that, you can head to our website at HanoverNH.org and the FAQ is in the news section and it's also in the select board agenda section. So if you'd like to learn more about that project, that is a really, really good uh, starting point. Okay, so moving on to downtown Hanover. So I mentioned some of the events that we were starting, um, which is really exciting. We also have some a couple of really other cool things happening. So we did complete the installation of about a, a dozen new pole banners around the downtown. So those are those blue vertical banners that are on light poles all around the downtown. And those are give us the opportunity to advertise events that are happening and other kind of visitor information when parking is free, stuff like that. Just try and make it easier to visit the downtown and get more information out. We have some really cool stuff happening over this weekend, which is a new collaboration between the town and Dartmouth College that are bringing incoming students and new students down to the downtown during the orientation period to get them right in front of businesses, which we're also really excited about. We're meeting monthly right now and a big part of the topic of conversation beyond all of those things, beyond the new ExploreHanoverNH.com website, um, is how we sustain the momentum of all of these conversations and create a more sustainable entity. Right now, it's sort of informal, um, but we've been meeting for about a year now, and we want to figure out ways to sustain this going forward. So we're looking at some of the options there, and we'll be recommending different ways that we can do that. Um, a couple other small updates that I provided in my report. One is that um, I'm taking a... Um, a high Performance Leadership Academy uh, class through 
the uh, through ICMA. Um, and so I'm working with uh, municipal managers and leaders from around the country on a three month program um, about leading change in a municipal organization. And we're trying to provide more professional development like that to our staff here in Hanover and really support people kind of growing in their positions. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention was a shout out and thanks to the Dartmouth, Dartmouth Civics Association. So this is a student group on campus and they hosted a meet and greet with a whole bunch of town staff and officials. Um, we had about 50 employees and volunteers come out a couple weeks ago for a lunch that was provided in front of Collis and it was a great chance for people to get to meet some of the students and we hope that that is a new tradition that we can do once or twice a year um, so that we can get uh, more uh, more faces to be familiar especially between the town employees and volunteers and officials and students and student leaders on campus so again uh, a big thanks to the Dartmouth Civics Association and the students there who suggested doing that event and offered to host it so that's some of the stuff that we have been up to in August a lot going Going on. Hope everybody's summer has been going well and that these updates have been helpful. As always, please feel free to reach out if you have any other questions and hope to see you around town and hope to see you on Allen Street in your great Halloween costume at the end of October. Hey everyone, and thanks for checking out this special spotlight episode of Hanover Happenings. If you'd like to find all of the episodes of our Hanover Happenings podcast and prior updates, you can do so at HanoverHappenings.com or on wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like more information about other things happening in town, such as monthly reports, agendas, minutes, events, videos, and more, you can do so at HanoverNH.org. Thanks again for engaging with what's happening in your community.